guys, I feel like doing a podcast. So, I am going to do a podcast. Um, I'm going to do a podcast about Colin, uh, which is kind of exciting. I always do my podcast with Colin. But um, I wanted to do a sweet podcast because um, our six-month anniversary is coming up. And um, I, I didn't tell him about this, but um, I wanted to talk about um, our six months and how happy he makes me. I think this is going to be a very soapy and um, very emotional episode for me. So if I start crying or you're like, this is gushy, um, there'll be normal episodes hopefully soon. Uh, Colin and I are both swamped swamp with school and work um work for Colin um school for Colin and I but especially work for Colin um he's working Friday Saturday Sunday Monday and going to school full-time um so um but I'll try to get um regular episodes um soon with me and him but um I just wanted to do an episode of um, six months. So hope you enjoy and stay tuned for the episode. Peace. Hi guys, welcome to this episode of What Happens Now. Um, this episode, it's kind of special to me. I'm doing it alone, so Colin won't be here. Um, because it is Colin's six-month anniversary gift. Um, so I wanted to do something special because we've been together now for six months, almost six months. It'll be six months on Sunday, um, the 13th. So, and I just wanted to, I just wanted to like give our story, um, give our story about how we met, what I love about him. So, like I said in the previous clip, um, audio, like I said in the beginning, I'm sorry, I'm really nervous about doing this episode without him. Um, he's always my, um, he's always my sidekick or my superhero. So, it's kind of nerve-wracking doing it all alone because I'm so used to having him with me. I'm so used to when I'm going through problems, have somewhere I can bounce off ideas from. And it's kind of making me sad that he's not here, but I wanted to do something special. So this is what I thought of because I thought it'd be sweet. And I, I'm the original owner of this podcast anyhow, but like I said, I wanted it to be sweet. And I know he will listen to this podcast and he'll be like, why wasn't I on this podcast? But it's for Colin. I love him dearly. Um, so yeah, so, um. I guess I'm going to start about how Colin and I met. I've told the story again. It's been in past episodes. But Colin and I met, if I remember correctly, we matched August 2nd and we Discord August 3rd. So um, Discord, if you don't know what Discord is, it's a gaming, gaming like chat. It's kind of like Scape only more for gamers. Um, Colin and I both enjoy gaming. Right now, we've been enjoying playing Skyrim for the 50 millionth time. Um, 
he actually got me back into it because like he was playing it and I'm like you know that seems really fun and I haven't played it in months years not months but years I can replay it but then you remember everything that happens in Skyrim and you're like this is really boring somewhat but it's fun going back to those memories because um it's something that we both enjoyed when we didn't know each other but we're regaining our love from it together which is very sweet i'm sorry i i kind of jumped a little bit in my seat because my laundry just went off i'll, I'll grab that after i finish recording this episode but so like i was talking about earlier colin and i met um august 2nd started talking august 3rd and we just started talking um and we just started talking and i was like hi like, um, how are you? Like, what do you do for work? What do you, what do you, what do you do for school? And um, he's like, I'm a biology student. I work at Walgreens. Um, I'm not gonna say which Walgreens because that's not in my business. But like, he was telling me about him. Like, um, I don't really have a favorite color. <laughs> um, but what he told me the first time he started talking is, you have a podcast. Because I had this podcast in my Tinder profile because I kind of wanted someone who would appreciate my passions and what I enjoy doing. And one of my favorite joys in this world is talking in my podcast. I really enjoy doing it. Um, I can't do it every single day because I think I get 10 million episodes, but I really enjoy talking freely. Because, I don't know, maybe one person listens to it and it just cheers them up. That brings me immense joy. Um, but, like I was stating before, so he talked to me about my podcast, which was my love until I met him. Um, I love this podcast. Um, I definitely love him more than this podcast. This is just a podcast I do for fun, but, um, he, 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 he liked, he, he acknowledged something that brought me joy as his first, as his first impression to me, which, as you can tell, was a very good first impression to me, and so I was like, that's really sweet, he didn't, like, talk about my body, he didn't, like, give me a really crappy pickup line, like, hey, girl, like, you know, there's, there's 26 letters in the alphabet, but I only need you and me together, like, you and, uh, you and me together, like, he didn't, that was really bad, I'm sorry, that's not even what guys do, but, like, he just, he just, he just seemed genuine. And I was like, he's really cute. He says, like, looking for his brother. So I'm like, he's really cute. And so we started talking. We started talking on Discord. And the second day, he never told anybody this. The second day, he told me, I would like to take you on a date. And I'm like, Colin, you're 500 miles away. And my first reaction to it is, is this guy serious? Like, we barely know each other. And he wants to travel that far just to come see me. 
first off, very sweet. But remember, this is the, like the second or third day we're talking. So I was kind of like, are you going to kill me? Like, I didn't know what to expect. And I was like, okay. That's a little, that's a little off-putting. But I was like, that's really cute, though, that he's that confident. And one of the things I learned later about Colin and if you got to know Colin, like, on a day-to-day basis like I do, he's very persistent. Colin gets what he wants. I give in most of the time because he won't he won't give up. Um, my boyfriend's a Taurus. I don't really believe in horoscope stuff. Uh, neither does he. We're a good match. But the one thing I can say, Colin is extremely stubborn. More stubborn than I I am. And I'm pretty stubborn if you got to know me. So, like, I met my match of stubbornness in a partner. But I really like that about him because he's very passionate on things he likes and things he dislikes, which can be annoying when we're talking about food. But anyhow, so we were kept talking, and I was like, he's really cute. And he didn't have a video camera, so I didn't know what he looked like. Well, I saw photos of him, but, like, you could see photos of people, but not really know what they look like in person or in video form. You know, like, I could post a really cute selfie on Snapchat and not show my body. You could be like, oh, my God. (laughs) That's what she looks like. But I was like, I want to know what he looks like. And the first time... We, I video called. I never told him this. I was like, he's so cute. Even cuter than I imagined. And he's like, I think it was around that time. He's like, he's like, um, I really, really want to meet you. Um, we need a plan when I'm going to meet you. And I was like, okay. And I trusted him. I, I trusted him not to do anything wrong. And sometimes I've had a hard time with that concept because, um, like I said in a previous um, podcast, I was sexually assaulted. So I have a hard time sometimes bringing someone romantic in my world. And um, I'm not going to go into details in this podcast, but one of the first things I told him when he came for the first time was I, we were just kissing. I forgot what we were doing. We were cuddling. And I told him, Colin, I need to tell you something. And of course, he was like, oh, sorry, Colin just texted me. And of course, he's like, what? And I told him that. And he's like, oh, no. And um, it's, it was really vulnerable for me to tell people. Because it takes a lot for me to tell people. Like, I could tell podcast viewers, because I can't see your face. But telling him, I haven't even told my parents I was sexually assaulted. Um, but I wanted to tell him, because I wanted to be romantic with him. And I... And it took a lot of, like, strength on my part, to be completely honest, to be so okay with telling him. Um, Because it was the last secret I hold on to. 
And it wasn't because, and it was, I don't think it was more of the fact that I didn't want him to know. It was more of the fact that I was so embarrassed to let anyone know. Um, like, I told a couple of my friends about it, and they're like, oh my god, you never saw anything about it, anyone about it? You just went through that and not told anybody. And I was, like, talking to a friend about it. I'm like, and I told her the story, and she's like, how did you deal with that? I'm like, well, first off, I can't report him to the police, as, as I stated in a, an, another um, podcast. I don't know him anymore. But the other thing is, I have a good support system now that I didn't have. And when I was last year... Last year was a pretty dark year for me. It had good notes, but it had bad notes. Um, the best thing that's ever happened to me was calling though last year. Um, one of the best things that ever happened in my life. But, but I was I was like talking to a friend of mine, and she's like, "How do you get through things like that?" And it's just like, honestly, Colin. Um. And I know that sounds really, really cheesy when you have a significant other and you're like, they help me through things. But Colin has seen me on my worst days. Colin has seen me on my placebos of birth control worst days. And um, I'm a bit of a demon. <laughs> I get really mad. Um, I'm going to talk to my doctor about that. But like... I'm on my placebos right now, funny enough. They taste like I they taste like pig's blood. They don't taste very good. <laughs> like the pill today made me like gag up my lung, but it's okay. But like I was telling Colin, I was like as I was telling I was talking to talk I forgot my train of thought. I love it when I get forget my train of thought. But I know where I remember where I was, but like when you meet someone like Colin, I could tell anything to Colin. The first conversation we had was about my brother's genetic disorder. And I didn't know why I brought it up to him. But I'm going to cry. The way he treated me during that moment when I told him about my genetic disorder, I was so scared that he was going to unmatch with me. Um, I was so scared that he didn't even want a relationship with me. Um, because my genetics disorder is kind of, it's kind of serious. I don't want to go into too many details, but I can go in a little, um, it's on the X chromosome. Um, girls have two, so they're less likely to have bad effects from it. But boys have one X. Just a quick bio lesson. And um, chances of them having this bad allele in one of my X's is 50-50. So, and this can lead to um, so many disabilities and, well, disability, it can lead to, like, brain damage, essentially, because that's what my brother has. Um, and he'll never recover from that. And the fact that I told him 
the first day and he wasn't like, oh, I'm I'm out. This girl is, has a genetic disorder. Not only did he ask about it, he didn't turn his back on me. And, um, <laughs> sorry, you just texted me. And, um, and that was one of the moments I'm like, I don't know why I'm feeling this, Sarah, but there's something there with this guy. And this is like our first conversation. Sorry, he's texting me. This was like our first conversation and he just makes you that happy about something that you're so embarrassed about. And I told, and he doesn't know how much that meant to me at that time. And it still means a lot. I'm like crying talking about it. I, I knew at that moment if he and I fell in love, which un luckily, unfortunately we did. <laughs> That's not what I was going to say. Luckily, we did. Um, that was something that I will hold dear to my heart no matter what. Um, the fact that he saw past my genetic disorder is one of the most admirable things a guy has ever done for me and probably will ever do for me is to accept me even when I feel like I'm broken. And I know people are going to be like, that's so deep. But it's true because I felt like I was broken. And I and, and certain things make me feel like I'm broken. But he, he, that, like, I'm a broken toy. Sometimes I feel like that. But... Colin makes me feel like a Barbie doll, like a pretty, nicely groomed Barbie doll. And he makes me feel so incredibly loved. And even when I fight with him and argue with him about stupid things, I wish everybody could find themselves a Colin. Um... But you can't take mine <laughs> he's so, because he's so mine and I love him so much and you, you take my boyfriend, oof. Um, sorry, I started like sniffling. Snot came out of my nose, oof. Not cute, not looking cute. <laughs> I always look cute, but not looking cute. I'm so glad you guys can't see me talking right now. Like I'm sitting on my bed, like clothes on my bed, my with my video, my um, my speaker that my boyfriend got for me. I'm talking to you guys about him, but like I was saying, <laughs> sorry, got a little choked up. But like I was saying, um. He made me feel like a good toy. Like, not toy. Toy is the wrong word. He made me feel like a fixed puzzle. I don't know what the term is. He made me feel, he made me feel complete. He made me feel good about myself. I think that's my memo message. Um, 
And so we started talking. Uh, I'm going to go back to the original story because I went on a big tangent. So we started talking and he's like, he's like, I really, really want to meet you. And we video chatted before that and we had so many great conversations. We watched Dragon Prince together, which is a great show on Netflix. Um, he's definitely my Callum. Uh, he calls me his Raina. If you know the show, it's super cool. Um, he's kind of my Alpo too. <laughs> He'll get the reference. If you guys haven't watched Disenchantment, great show. Um, I'm very much like Tina Beanie sometimes. I love her. Good show. If you wanted to watch that, great. It's it's another classic show. But if you haven't watched Dragon Prince, watch that first. Um, great show. Also watch the Avatar, Colin says. I didn't really get into it, but you know, we're gonna I'm gonna try again for him. <laughs> but anywho, we meet and I'm like Okay, this guy is not going to kill me. He's very sweet. And he takes me out to lunch. And I'm wearing lemon pants. And if you know anything about me, I love my lemon pants. But if you know anything about Colin, Colin likes to look nice. And I like my lemon pants. And yet I remembered on our first date... I wore lemon pants and I felt super cute. Like I wore my hair up, I think, and I wore a t-shirt and I wore my lemon pants and we went out to a fancy restaurant and I texted my parents about it and, or I called my parents about it and they like shouted, Colin, you let Sarah wear lemon pants? And of course, when he thought about it, he was like, you're, you're basically wearing pajamas, but little did he know it was a test. No, I'm kidding. It was not a test. I just really liked his pants. But he liked me when I wore lemon pants. Girls, if your boyfriend or significant other doesn't like you when you're wearing your lemon pants, you leave that person. Because you, when you look your absolute, well, I thought I looked great. But when other people think you're slumming it, but your significant other thinks you look cute and looks pretty, like, run with it. Like, that's a good match. So, I, and we went to have lunch at, um, Lazara. We might go there this time just because it's, uh, our anniversary is coming up. I don't know. We'll go to this. It's, it's a Mediterranean place in Kent. And I love good food. And I... Just looked at him and we talked and we talked and I was like, mm -hmm, yeah, uh, I knew at that moment. I mean, I've already told him I loved him and he told me he loved you weeks, weeks before. And after I tell you this point, I, I said I loved him because I truly did. I did love him. I loved him more when I met him and I told him this like it's one thing to be virtual it's another thing when a guy who loves you so much that he travels from Virginia to Ohio just to spend a couple days with you and meet your parents the very next day 
just speak even when he's tired just because he wants to impress you like guys that's so sweet but i'm going to ruin colin's day by telling telling the story about what he texted me and um it's very soppy and if you don't like this um it might be a little much for you in your emotions, but I'm going to read you what he said to me. Right when I started talking to you, I already really wanted something to develop between us. You just seemed to care so much about me pretty soon to when we started talking. Like, I was just dumbfounded that such a beautiful and smart girl will want to spend hours talking to someone like me each day. Talking to you never got stale either. Even when we were talking about nothing, I just really liked spending time with you and hearing you talk. I think a big point was when you called me a pet name too. Like at that point, I was like, there must be a spark. I really like how you weren't afraid to show all the emotions. It just felt so real. Like you weren't trying to act this in a way. You were just being your wonderful self, your bliss. I think the feeling of love start, started probably a week ago at this point. And I really got excited about my Trump because I was like, wow, I'm actually going to get to tell her how I feel. I hope so badly that you feel the same way. When I finally did say how I truly felt that you felt, then you wanted me to meet your parents, which while I was scared about, I had the feeling like if she wants her parents to like me, I might be as special to her as she is to me. I really love how even when I was having a bad moment or if I messed up, you didn't just get up and leave. And I knew that if she's going to see, even if I make a mistake, it's unfair for me to not just let my true feelings out, especially since she was already brave enough to let hers out. I'm so very glad I could say I love you now. Because I truly do with all of my heart. Okay, I need a moment to process that. <laughs> Personally, um, I never read it out loud. Um, but, like, that was, I remember reading that and crying. Because sometimes you just feel super unlovable. And I was single for 20 years. I never really had a serious boyfriend or I had an online boyfriend, but those weren't serious. I never count my online boyfriend as true boyfriends. He was my first boyfriend that I had, excuse me, by the way, that I had. And I was like, when he wrote that message to me, I'm like, this guy really loves me. Because I, I truly loved him at that point. I love him so much more now. Like, there's no words in the dictionary to explain how much I love Colin. But it was just one of those moments where I was like, this guy's really special. And 
I'm not going to find another one that is as kind or is as sweet or is as smart or that even loves me when I feel chubby. And when I say I feel fat for the 50th time, he's like, Sarah, you're not fat. You're so beautiful. You Like, he makes any, like, feeling of disgust I have for myself disappear. He, he makes me feel like I can be true to myself. Even when I'm having, like, a really rough day or having a rough week, it's, he just makes me feel loved and lovable. And I, I know my parents told me, we love you, Sarah. Like, I love you. But when, you're signif- when someone else loves you the way I think Colin loves you, loves me, it's just one of the best feelings in the world. And it's one of those feelings that I never imagined how good it felt because I wasn't in that place with anyone. And when I tell you, it's one of the best feelings in the universe of being loved with someone else that takes their flaws and takes their imperfections and loves them as much as Colin loves mine. It just makes you feel like no matter what kind of challenges you guys might face, you'll make it through. And it just makes me feel so good that I have someone like that and I'm going to take I'm watching the time because um you can record for up to 30 minutes so I want to make this episode 30 minutes um but like I said beforehand there's no one like calling to me No one can replace how much Colin means to me and how much he makes me laugh, how much he hugs me when I'm crying. And I know I'm crying right now, but don't excuse my happy tears for um, sad tears. Um, He calls me SpongeBob sometimes. Because I cry about everything. But I uh, I truly and utterly love Colin. And I hope when he listens to this episode, he can feel the love that I have for him. And since they're good, I'm going to spill and tell him about it. But I hope I don't. But I'm probably going to, after I post this episode, give like, Colin, I posted an episode about you. Go listen. But I'm going to do one more message to Colin. Um, this is to Colin when I have like 10 seconds left to speak. Um, I truly love you with all of my heart. And, I, and I'm so happy that I can say that. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Um, this episode was one of my favorite episodes I've ever filmed. Um, and 
Thanks for listening, Colin, because I know you will listen to this. Love you lots. Peace to everybody else. <laughs>